Well, we'll put in a college try here and see what we can do. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 335, with your hosts Randy and Jason. I'm Jason, he's Randy. How are you doing tonight, Randy? It is pretty echoey, you're right. I know. Yeah. Well, as I have mentioned on the show, we got some water in the basement, and that's where my office is, and uh, the home office, if you will. And this weekend, my neighbor was like, hey, I have a... I'm get. I have a trailer. Do you want to get rid of all that carpet in your basement and the office that, like, the computer and stuff was in? Um, it was not. Uh, like the carpet was still in here and it was all set up still. Like it wasn't cleared out. So, uh, while I had taken some time off on Friday to to go through a lot of it, I had a corner, like the main corner, had not been cleaned out yet. Like the primary desk, like all the ancillary stuff had been cleaned out, and. Uh, he's like, yeah, I got this trailer. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm kind of busy today, but all right, I got to make this happen. So I uh, scrambled and just literally was just dumping stuff into boxes. So hmm. it's going to be fun to unpack once. So anyways, there's nothing in here now but a desk with a chair that doesn't squeak because it doesn't move. It's just a roll. It's oh, just good. a fold-out no chair. squeaky yeah. chair at least. Yeah, here but now you're getting echoey way. because there's nothing on the wall. There's no carpet. There's nothing to eat it's up. Fine. It's fine. It's a different, uh, different ambiance. Different vibe. Mm-hmm. You have to run it through a filter to get that kind of thing for real. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So. Yeah, what's up? I don't know. <laughs> soccer don't know season's over. We, had, we ended soccer season undefeated. We had a 1-1 tie in there two weeks ago, nice. but we were undefeated yeah, otherwise. I yeah. words, undefeated, yeah. Although. Uh, I mean, we're, we're into the winter soccer now. Uh, yeah, well, we, we had our first winter game last Sunday and we got hammered. Four to ten, I guess. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't like necessarily being undefeated. No. Because it was too easy of a season. Like, we played right. teams that we were just randomly like, go play wherever you want. There was no strategy. Yeah, was, yeah. You're in the wrong division, basically. Yeah. So sometimes that's good because, well, I, I give them a little. This happened with our, our my son's indoor team last week. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a, a toss up when you register in these leagues, like sometimes you get really good teams that crush you. And so there was a town team or whatever they were. I don't know. Somebody put together a team that was not very good. And I, I hate to say this, but they were very obviously poorly coached as well. And I can tell you why in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over incorrectly coached, right? If you just didn't say anything, they might do better. <laughs> um, well, we were trouncing them so bad. It was like, 10 to 0, 5 minutes in kind of thing. Oh, boy, that's not fun. That we <laughs> – and there's no other way to tell them without yelling this across the field because they don't substitute out very frequently. So we basically oh. – for we <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> we forbid them from using their, their like, primary foot. So Dom- most of them the are – dominant right foot. Footed, the yeah. dominant foot. Yeah, so they were only allowed to use their left foot for absolutely everything. <laughs> <laughs> they could only pass with their left, shoot with their left. Yeah. I mean, they could dribble with their right if the situation required it. But uh, but it was comical how difficult that was for them to do, yeah. you know, and to re- to remember. And they'd oh, right. still turn around and shoot with their right foot, and then they'd look right at us and be like, whoops. Yeah. Uh, they still scored quite a few goals with their left feet. Oh, really? Om- only passing left, only shooting left, and the other team did not score on us once. And the... 
The sad part was, this is where I say they were overcoached in the soccer talk. Everybody loves. They were doing, this applies to any sport, but basically it became very obvious that these kids were playing some weird strategy that the coach told them where they were trying to do man-on-man coverage. What? Right? They were doing man-on-man coverage. I mean, I heard so you, like, but. <laughs> yeah. And. That's not going to work in soccer. Why? Well, I mean, it's kind of fine. You know, you want to get the area near that guy. It could work. Except they were sticking to it so diligently that on several occasions, like one kid would run, he was out of position, right? Yeah. And he would run clear across the field to catch up with the man that he was covering. But he'd also, in the process, he'd run straight past the guy with the ball. Yeah. Who was uncovered and uncontested, you know, within feet, just, and I'm like, where's that? Kid going? Is he subbing? Oh no, he's just running to catch up with. Why did he? <laughs> like made no effort back to them, sprinting away from them kind of thing. It's very strange. So that was that. I felt like that was kind of coached into them. Like here's the strategy we're going to play, and I wanted to be like, Coach, you're getting trounced by every team. Maybe come up with a new strategy here because this is clearly not the way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I I think. Sometimes it can be good because they get an opportunity to do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. Like playing only with your left foot is amazing because it that's when they'll get practice for it to become second nature. So when they're in a more uh, challenging game and they get the ball on their left foot, they might actually just do what they should do instead of taking that extra two steps to try to switch back to their right foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Soccer talk. Yeah. Soccer talk. Uh, I know. <laughs> so so what did you yell across the field? This team oh. sucks so bad. Only no, no. Your- the, the, yeah, basically, <laughs> you're not, you know, essentially like you're no longer allowed to use your right foot <laughs> for anything. Uh, oh, and every time they do it by accident, we'd yell at them like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it. You might as well say that first part because that's right. what they're this hearing. Team you know, sucks. exactly. Yeah, you know, there's no easy, and that's why this when you get in these really lopsided situations to be on the the the, the winning team, yeah, is so hard because it's like there's it's a yeah. no win situation for them because if you start doing like okay, what? you can't shoot, you got to do five passes first, you got to do ten passes, you can only use your off foot. Or, it's Actually, we the other thing we added was every time they recovered the ball, they had to bring it back to the goalie first. Yeah, we used that too. And then and then it's just well, it was comical because they would they would take a shot, for example, like with their left foot. The go the other team's goalie would pick it up mm. and then like bowl it out to a teammate. They would intercept it. And then they'd turn and kick it the length of the field back <laughs> to their own goalie with their left foot. <laughs> And that's what I mean, because then it's just so bad, because then you're just playing keep away from the other team, and yeah. it's like a yeah, a rude were. playground. Like <laughs> you can't even get the ball from us, <laughs> and you won't, and you're like you won't shoot, and it's just like yeah. oh, yeah. And then the nice get, thing is, yeah. with the indoor, they 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 stop keeping score. Uh, they keep like a gap. Oh so yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's five a seven goal. point gap or something. Five, seven goals. Uh, right. It's something. I don't know. One, one. There was clearly a new ref there one day, and we looked up the scoreboard, and it was like twenty-two to zero on one of the. <laughs> oh yeah, because they have a scoreboard in the main door. Yeah. This is a big scoreboard on the wall. Yeah. So once they get to like a seven-point gap, if the <laughs> other team scores, 
then they they add a point to both. Like so, if, yeah. you, if you actually have ten, then then he like increases both by one. So now it's yeah. eight to one, and then nine to one. Although that's not much helpful either, because you're like, oh, I got nowhere. You know? Right. <laughs> Wait, what? how many how many more are we got to catch up? Every time before? we score, they got one too. <laughs> okay. There's some buffer in there we don't know about. Sisyphean task here, yeah. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, I think a couple weeks ago, the 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 I'm assistant coach this year, and the head coach for, and this is not just soccer talk here. This is sort of interesting soccer talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, sure, yeah. he, uh, he, he's been doing this Wednesday fitness thing. So we had practice Wednesday and th- Friday, and Wednesday nice. he would add a good 20 minute or half hour fitness part to it. Oh, we should do that. And we did this thing called the beep test. Have you ever heard of this? I have. Yes. Have. I know the beep test. You do. I'm, I'm forgetting the details. Okay. But- oh, it's oh, also- Okay, go ahead and explain it. I know what it is, and I think I know the details, but I'm not going to guess. It's also called a multi-stage fitness test or a bleep test or a pacer. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the idea is – and I'm going to read straight off Wikipedia because they just do a better job. Trademark, whatever, credit, uh, uh, whatever I need to do so that we don't get sued. Uh, It's a running test used to estimate an athlete's aerobic capacity, parentheses, VO2 max, it requires participants to run 20 meters back and forth across the marked track, keeping time with beeps. Yep. Every minute or so, the next level commences. The time between beeps gets shorter. Participants yep. must, run, must run faster. And if you don't get to the relevant marker in time, they're cautioned. And if you miss two, you're out. Yep. Um, or you can just quit, <laughs> which is what I did eventually. I did. I went, I went in and did this with them you did the beep test i did the beep so test, yeah. the trick of that is right you don't know it's hard to judge how fast the next beep is going to arrive well right and and the coach he said he's like he had it on his phone right so he's like uh just stay with me i'll set the pace because so he had it and then um and so we all kind of stayed with him. And then as people dropped off, so nobody could hear, but he was, you just kind of had to stay with him. Ah. And then, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't exactly it because we could, like I said, couldn't hear the beeps. Um, but, and it starts at 8.5 kilometers an hour, which is, uh, I don't know the, how many miles an hour that is, but mm, it's not super fast though. It, no, it was a very easy, um, Hang on, I'll figure out that 8.5 to no, It doesn't matter. It's fine. It matters. Minutes per mile it matters kind of thing. to me. It's okay. five miles an hour. It's 5.2 miles an hour. So it's like a 12. It starts with like at like a, uh, 12, like an 11 and a half minute mile. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a brisk walk. Uh, it's, it's, it's faster than a walk. It's definitely a run. <laughs> I always get myself in trouble with the running stuff and I'm uh, like, yes, oh, it's, yes. it's not really jogging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so it's, you're, you're jogging at that point, right? And it's easy and it's, you could go for a very long time and then it quickly, it pretty quickly ramps up. Uh, but it was sort of interesting to see how, and it, like, as I was telling my other friends, um, it's, it's also a bit of a mental challenge because, I went out when I ran for 45 minutes the other day, right? I ran, went, ran five miles. I did not make it five miles on the beep test. And, and I oh. didn't, I mean, I was running faster on, in the beep test than I ran on, uh, Tuesday morning, whatever I ran, right? So, uh, you are going back and forth. Yeah. You're going, so that's what I was going to say. There's this mental, there's a mental component to it because you're going back and forth and it, and you know that it's going to get increasingly harder. Whereas, 
I knew that when I went running for 45 minutes, the five miles, I'm going to hit a pace and I'm going to stay at that pace. It's yeah. not going to get mm-hmm. any harder. I mean, it's a hill and whatnot, but, um, you know, and, and so it was, and it was an interesting thing for me to do it. Cause I was like, I could, I, I have a lot more, I've run marathons, et cetera. You know, you get to a point where like, I can know how to suffer. You know, I know how to like, kind of mm-hmm. like turn that internal governor. To endure. Yeah. yeah. To endure and just be like, all right. Governor, we're going to live through this. You can, you don't have to like stop me right now. Whereas some of these girls don't have that at 14 years old. They don't have the sort of like mental toughness, if you will. Some of these things I don't like to just throw around, but like, uh, the, you know, these industry terms, what do they call them? Buzzwords, mental toughness and stuff. If you listen to like running podcasts and all that. Anyways, my point is it was a mental there's a mental component to it so i was still i went i quit at 8 i was like all right 8 i'm good i've done what i want to do and i wasn't the, i was like i didn't i was in the middle of like the team it what at 8 i just like the number that so you do like 10 and mm-hmm. you go like each thing is counts as one so you start off and it's point 1 point 2 point 3 point 4 point 5 so if you run 200 meters you've run one that counts as one Right. Uh, so 10 laps back and forth or 10 segments back and forth. And then, so, uh, and then the other, so this is bring it back to the team. The interesting thing was the coach, um, he told, it was like the last Wednesday of the, and he's like, okay, everybody keep, he, he kept, we kept, we wrote down everybody's beep score and he's like, we're going to run it in the first practice of this new season. Right. So I want to see who, who, who keeps active during the off season, right. which, which was like, Ooh, all right. I'm going to a little, uh, throw the gun, like, <laughs> Make right. sure to keep hold them a little bit accountable so that in the spring I think, comes. I still think it's interesting because it's hard. To, I still can't get over the – unless there's a pacer or yeah. you know – like how do you know when that – if you're going to make it to that next beep? Like you've got to go faster basically. Okay. I lied also. <laughs> what? Level one has seven laps. Level two has eight laps. Level three has eight laps. Four and then seven and eight. That's when it gets to ten laps. Because I know he okay. said seven, nine and I was like, all right, I'm done here. I'll quit at eight. And so I ran – uh, uh, cumulative time was only eight minutes. That's weird to me. <laughs> Feels like I was running a lot longer than eight minutes. Cause that's you like, I'm, ran eight, you yeah. ran, ran eight minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it seemed like a lot longer than that. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. This, this may be a different one. There are other ones. There's a 15 meter test. And then, um, no, that's interesting. I wonder if it was only that far, but Going I mean, I did, I did run 60 laps, right? I ran 60 segments yeah. and that's where it's like, okay, this is boring. Kind of like, I don't need to. And I have nothing to prove. Like I was, but this is also, if you look on the Wikipedia t- site, they, this is, and it's a big international thing. A lot of Australians use it, Canada, uh, France, and like the Royal New Zealand Air Force. And they have to hit certain things. Like for instance, a Royal Air Force regiment in the UK has to hit an 11.7 on this, which is not, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's moving pretty quick. Like I, I think the best girl on our team was like 12.4 or something. Um, really, they kept yeah. going that long. Yeah, and the coach did too. <laughs> and then afterwards, he was like, he he was like, uh, "What do you think the, you know, the high school kids should are at?" And he does this funny thing where he asks questions he doesn't know the answers to, right. and then they all get spun up. And I'm like, "Wait, what? You don't know?" And he's like, "I don't know, no idea." I'm like what? <laughs> and it's like I guess it's like 16 or something, which is really high, which is pretty yeah. fast. Um, 
Yeah, but I don't well, know. You got me reading websites and stuff, and I shouldn't be doing that because how are we going to talk about stuff? Yeah, I, it's an interesting thing, though, and it's a good fitness test for, like, when the kids get to be teenagers and stuff. I, I don't know that younger ages would get it, really, but. um, But it's a test. It's not really a workout. Right. And, but he, yes, but he has been doing other workout type stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, and like you said, you want to measure fitness. You have, um, you know, you, you run this, you do it, you, you keep working out for a couple months and go to the beep test again, see if you get any better. Yeah. So I'd love, I mean, I'd love, we, we have our, well, we have two indoor teams, my son's team, which is, I'm sort of assistant coaching and my daughter's team, which I am coaching, coaching. And my son, well, it's not true. I keep saying that he's not doing anything else, but he's doing kickboxing, which is pretty intensive. Uh, so I guess there's that, but I, you know, cause I'd love to see them doing more running and stuff. My daughter, and I want to say she's not doing anything either, but then she also goes to martial arts. Mm. So there's, they are doing some stuff, but I'd love to see them running more. And I feel like I, I probably should just take this team. This happens to me. This happens to me every year, right? We volunteer for stuff and we complain about it. Yeah. This is the worst. Right. <laughs> and then it ends. Yeah. And a couple weeks later, I'm like, I should start up a, a running club for the kids. That are- it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's totally it's the yeah. same over yeah. the summer. I was like, we're going to have some outdoor soccer league thing with the pickup games in the park with this group of kids. And what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? All the other parents are standing around sipping coffee. Like, this is great. Like, that, why am I doing this? Yeah. Some of that is. And then the, the, that's fine. If you're going to sip your coffee, I just don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear from you, right? Like, just don't, just don't ever talk to me. Because if you, if you're going to sit there and sit, sip your coffee every Saturday morning, show up five minutes late, and then you know, be yelling at me across the field when I'm trying to have a debrief after the, oh, we got to get to the next thing. Then, yeah, we got to go. Yeah, never, go. never, never complain to me about something. beeping the horn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they beeped the the last practice. They beeped the a horn at you. One of the last practice, they were parked maybe ten yards away, Ugh. and and their daughter was still like running around the field having fun and stuff yeah. after practice ended, and they laid on the horn. You like, got to be, just go over and disconnect yeah, I, it, rip it off the car. My neck snapped around so fast. I'm like, are you? Are you kidding me with this? Yeah. Yelled out the window, we gotta go! Wait! This is like the last practice of the season. Yeah. That's gracious. Anyway, so lately, subject changed a little bit. All right. You've got a ninth grader, I've got an eighth grader. I do, yeah. And it got me thinking a lot lately about um, college... Oh, boy. You know, what's next kind of thing? Because it comes up on you fast. I know. I only got like three and a half years. I'm stressed <laughs> out. Not like immediately. I went, My stress level just, <laughs> just rocketed through. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of random books about like uh, one was The Price You Pay for College, which was just kind of a, you know, we've been having these discussions around uh, trade schools, which I would have previously told you that I wouldn't consider at all. Yeah. Uh, but then the kids just went on a tour of the trade school that services our area. And it, it's kind of like, you know what? In the, in my, in the major arc of life choices, this is not a bad one, right? right. To say, I'm going to go to a trade school and become an electrician, come out of there in four years and have a, have a steady job with some great pay and, and work at it. Like, that's not a bad life choice. It's fantastic. Right. Uh, I think the key, at least that I've learned anecdotally from people is that a lot of those trades take a toll on you 
on your body, like plumbers and electricians can tend to get beat up a little bit over time. So the key is to kind of grow it into your own yeah. business. Right. You know, so you're now hiring the new electricians and burning them out. But, um, <laughs> so that's a thing. And my, then I started listening to these other, <laughs> my, my thing with that is you, you got to get your name on the truck, right? That's right. You get your name on the your truck. Name, if your name's on the side of the van, then you're going to, you're going to do great. Right. Then you're going to do great. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're making money. You're making a, you have, a, you have your business. I mean, I, <laughs> you're I, running a business. Yeah. yeah. Now you're like, you know, hiding checks until the next year. So you don't have to report taxes. I'm not sure about that, but yeah. I mean, but you, you're like, I don't, I'm not bending under these sinks or crawling into these crawl spaces or, right. you know, that's what you have the young intern for or the young apprentice, I guess, apprentice at that Whoa. point. Right. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, no, you have the the. Yeah, wait, you're fifty. I wouldn't want to be crawling in crawl spaces right now. I'd much rather have some twenty year old apprentice, right? Okay, I got you. That's what I mean, right? You know, yeah. oh, there's I'm a sure dead raccoon back here. I don't want to be dealing with year old. Um, <laughs> just saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good sound bite. Oh. So, and then you know, it, it kind of got me down this this rabbit hole of like. Then there's, there's another book I started listening to called The Opposite of Spoiled, which I think I had listened to before. It, they actually mentioned the the give, spend, save. A lot of people thing, do that one, yeah. Which I think that a lot of people do that one. The most, and the one I'm listening to now, which I listened to while I was running home from work, uh, is called, you'll enjoy this one, I think. It is called The Stressed Years of Their Lives. Oh. <laughs> and it is horrible. It's like, it's constant anecdotes stories like in-depth stories not just oh, during their college years not during about, their high school years well the the bridging you know the bridging like about kids who did well in high school in some way yeah. uh, went off to college and due to any number of different stressors the different environment they did so well in high school they uh, they got into college didn't do so well they started smoking pot they <laughs> injured themselves oh my and gosh, they were on athletic stop. scholarships you yeah. got me freaking out again. <laughs> and it was just like everything goes downhill. They don't tell their parents. Their parents find yeah. out by some health insurance bill they get when they were arrested oh. for having their having their stomach pumped or something. Oh, no. It's like, wow. <laughs> These are great stories. Oh, I've listened to The Opposite of Spoiled. It's in my library. Yeah. I think I, I, might, I, might, I think we mentioned it on the show. We may have. That may be where I got the give, spend, save. R- R- uh, Ron Lieber. Yeah. But I... Borrowed it from Libby this time instead of Audible, and I didn't check Audible to see if I <laughs> didn't even it. check. That's funny. No, because I forget things, so it's okay if I listen again. Oh yeah, I know. I might go back and listen to them anyways again. Um. Yeah. So the stress tears of their lives is an interesting one as well. Uh. But it's a lot about you know that um, successful launch, right? You know that people talk about failure to launch. Yeah. It's a very short, short phrase to describe oh, what price. it really means what Wait, the price you pay for college is that the yeah. other one you listen oh yeah, that's the just, other one yeah i just put that in my wish list and then i went to search for it and i'm like it's in your wish list already i'm like an idiot. List, yeah. I'm an idiot it's it's pretty apt though right because you're doing we're doing all these things to prepare them for getting the hell out of here yeah <laughs> for managing on their own and <laughs> and like you said you know get they get their name on the truck yeah Doing well, managing on their own. So in some ways, that seems like a much more obvious and simple choice, oh, right? right? We're back to the trade school thing, right? That that bit is a big arc. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Because you, if we send them off to college, you basically say like, here, why don't you go live somewhere else? 
uh, go to class, but don't worry, we're going to pay for everything. You don't have any obligations to like earn money or make a living. You go to the food court and you just give them this card and your, <laughs> your dorm serves you breakfast and stuff and all this. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit posh. You know, it's a bit like we're trusting you to, to get good grades to further your education. Whereas if they go to a trade school and they leave, it's like, okay, you're going to apprentice for this for me. Cause usually that's what happens, right? It's like family electrician business or something. You go to the trade school and you apprentice and you're out. And then it's like, I don't know, you'd make different mistakes. Because you don't have the, the uh, who knows? Yeah. Judgy. But I feel like four years of just debauchery is, is has some high potential to happen. <laughs> uh, that, that's the, and that's the thing, right? You're spending all this money on, I just, it, it's so much money now. It's just so yeah. much money. And there's no, yeah. I don't know. I well, and this is what these books are interesting. That, that's what yeah. the price you pay for college is interesting about as well, because they talk a little bit about the, the alternatives and the different arcs you can take and the value of internships, which, you know, we both did, of course. Uh, and I'm all for, of course, the, the, the school tract that I took is obviously the best one. They should take a gap year. They should go to an engineering school. They should do internships. And then they'll have the most opportunities. Uh because I have no other experience in anything else, but <laughs> <laughs> and so related to that, I was um today I actually did mock interviews with the the high school seniors in my town. Okay. This was like a senior project class that everyone takes, and I got onto this silly senior project committee to help. Um and so they gave me four resumes and I did interviews with four students. Um, and they were, they were all, they were all pretty good. They were all easy to talk with, you know, nothing, nothing too awkward, but it was very interesting. One of them, uh, so the other three, I'm just going to kind of be like, whatever. But the one, one of them was super interesting, very high GPA, like basically had it listed as a three, nine, nine, which is basically Jeez. A yeah, okay. 92.8 average across all your classes for all four years, like cumulatively, right? Which I literally just like, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot, that cannot comprehend that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so that had me concerned at first that it's like, and one of my questions to discuss was, um, how, how do you think you're going to maintain this level of motivation? And, and what do you think is going to happen when, or if you get into a more challenging environment, uh, in college? And she very quickly kind of was like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm mentally prepared but to, she, uh, you said, yeah, she, yeah. Uh, to get that, uh, to get that, you know, B plus maybe, <laughs> which I, oh, I almost no, burst angry. out. Yeah, <laughs> I, almost, <laughs> I almost burst out laughing at that one. But here's the kicker. So she had these fantastic grades. Was interested in computer science, engineering, all these AP physics things, and this and that. And I, you know, the, the objective was to do some kind of computer science, computer engineering. But she, um. Applied and got accepted to and has and had, I think, done some early acceptance for this Midwestern liberal arts school. Really? Okay. 
Yeah. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going there for this liberal arts degree and I'm going to do some unpaid internships in the summer or something, maybe. And, and <laughs> you know, this was like this weird, it was really weird. Like it didn't coincide with what looked like this, this, this person had ambitions for. And then near the end, she actually stopped and said, so, um, what do you think about my choice of schools? Like, do you, do you think it's okay for me to get a computer science degree from a liberal arts school? Huh. But <laughs> it's I'm not like, like Carnegie oh. Mellon, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know the name of it. Like, oh, okay. I, it was, really? I, like she I've told you and you place. didn't recognize it? No. <laughs> no. What? It like some and she's got like a little... 399 from high school? Yes. And and it was interesting. It was revealing that she asked because I was thinking it myself anyway. I'm like, this is. I don't want to give advice on. I I don't want to turn these mock interviews into me giving them life advice. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Right? right. Yeah, that can which, be. <laughs> which could happen very easily. <laughs> and so I was like, well, listen, I was trying not to speak towards these things, but since you're asking, right? Yeah. And since you're asking, it makes me think that you're second guessing your choice. Oh, okay. Wow. And right. and based on your your credentials right yeah i mean i know this i know this person i know her family i know a lot of people in the town beyond know- beyond this internship or this yeah. like mentorship thing that you did okay yeah. and like i've seen the things that she does the athletics and all this stuff and it's like you're <laughs> ambitious motivated like you put something in front of you you're gonna do it and that's a big part of what you tried yeah. to sell me on in this whole interview right so uh, frankly like i don't understand why you're electing to go to something that is going to be too easy well you said you said that too easy yeah wow for her and 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 like it just it felt like a very weird did she give you any insight why she was going there (laughs) no we didn't have enough time for that (laughs) well yeah well you said you knew their family and whatnot i do yeah. Do you know why she's? Like, all right, let me ask it. I'm gonna get in trouble now because like, oh no, call from her dad and be like, okay, well we can stop talking about it if you want, but right? Well, no, I no, no. I, I don't mean because of the show. I mean because <laughs> she's gonna say I don't want to go there anymore. Oh, <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> well, let me let me let me, let me ask you. Let, would you recognize the name of it if I to- asked you? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. Let's play, right, uh, let's play college, some game, college game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Washington University in St. Louis. No. Rockhurst. No. Mm, that that's in the ballpark. I mean, I have their resumes. DePaul, where they're going. See, I Truman State. No, both of those other ones with the two syllables. Rockhurst. Sound, I think it, <laughs> yeah, Rockhurst in Kansas City. Uh, Car- no, it wasn't Kansas City. Carlton, William Jewell, Illinois Wesleyan, Denison, no. Wheaton, no. Albion. No. University of Evansville, Kenyon. That's it, no, it's nothing. Uh, Nothing's ringing a bell. Augusta, I forgot the name. Kalamazoo. I forgot the name. <laughs> Wait, what was that one? Kalamazoo. Was the G? Oh, the G one? Yeah. Uh, the G one. Kenyon? R- right before Kalamazoo. Augusta, uh, Augustana. That's Sandy. That's South Dakota. Nothing's, nothing's ringing a bell. So, no, it was. It was like in some st- – I just she said it and I was – Gobsmacked. I'm like, what? <laughs> gobsmacked. It's gobsmacked. <laughs> like, what are Mal- you talking about? <laughs> Malacaster, Grinnell, St. Olaf, Hope, Lawrence, like, Cornell. You're telling me the College of best Wooster. hope that I have for my kid. Of course, I immediately start thinking of my own kids. I'm like, they get a four yeah. zero. They're just going for the liberal arts degree. What are you talking about? Like, that's funny. 
It was it was bananas to me. So in a way, I'm hoping that she reconsiders. Uh, I don't know what her motivation is. Maybe it's good for her. Maybe she's you know, had enough. So, like, whatever. so I, I I searched up, searched up searched Midwestern, up. Um, Midwestern liberal arts college. Right, that's what I yeah. searched. And <laughs> and so wash and 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 this was the top thirty. So I got to like whatever twenty or something of All the right. top there. So Rockhurst is the second best. Uh, of, you know, the second highest Midwestern liberal arts school. I, I, I'm, I'm very interested in 20 year net return on investment. I don't even understand how they calculate that. Uh, they calculate it based. It's easy. And if you listen to any of these books, they'll tell you. Cause in fact, that price you pay for college books, I think talks about exactly that kind of marketing nonsense. Okay. It's essentially what you pay for tuition. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that weighed more? against oh. weight against like the average salary uh, trajectory of their departing students, you know, their graduating class. But what does it compare to? Doesn't matter. Like if you if they charge you fifty grand a year for co- you pay two hundred grand for college, yeah. and let's just say you're you're um you borrowed that money or whatever they they. <laughs> You know, they factor in like cost of living. Sure, sure, sure. And then get that, yeah. They figure out like what you're going to earn when you leave college. That with that degree from their school, they take they basically take surveys from all their students that have left previously. No, I get it, but you have to if you're having ret- okay. So it's three hundred fifty-two thousand. You're making three hundred fifty-two thousand more than what your than what your tuition cost was, or more than something else. No, just the tuition. You said it was a 20-year return on investment. Yeah. They're literally saying what you pay for going to school here, you'll recover in 20 years if you as if you didn't go to school. No, here. no, no. There's a number. 20-year net return on investment is 352,000. Oh, oh. So it has yes, to be some I comparison think, to something. I think they're comparing to yeah, they're comparing to other schools basically. Or they're comparing to no school. Huh. Okay, so maybe they, they no could school. be they they could be also comparing it to like if you went to work without going to college, you 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 lose the four years of income, right? You're spending money for four years. Oh, this is ranked by return on investment. <laughs> that's not even a. That's not a. But that's something to consider as well, right? Because you you back to the trade school thing, right? You could leave high school, you could leave trade school, and start earning money right away. Uh, but if you go to college not only are you not earning money but you're spending money you're you're co- still costing money so uh, it's interesting this is terrifying it's very terrifying. like i looked at the the clicked on the, the the site information and it's just yeah. like so overwhelming so fast yep this is the number one re- regional university in kansas city according to the 2020 this is rockers um yeah this is interesting I don't. It's. I don't know if it was Rockers. Yeah, I know. I, know. I just. I just. Uh, I would. I mean, uh, to be honest, I would like to hear some updates but, from my family. Okay. About, uh, so, so here, here's the thing, which you you didn't get into, right? And a couple. I do have a couple questions about like. Yeah. And and these are mostly hypotheticals because you don't know, and I don't know that you'd be comfortable sharing. But like, this says the the this says it's uh, aims to provide its students with learning, leadership, and service in the Jesuit tradition. <laughs> right. So I don't know what that means, but like there's a lot of um 
people that make decisions more than just academics, whether it's a faith-based oh, yeah. decision, um, which is oh, why, sure. that's yeah. why I read the Jesuit tradition thing. So I, I don't know if, you know, if you, if you got an indication from the family, like they were. Oh, I see. Well, one, I don't even know if it's that school. You just kind of. Right. I know, I know, I know. <clears throat> so that's a possibility. And I tried to steer clear of things for that reason. And I think I said, I'm like, I, I don't know of all your, your, yeah. your reasons here. You have motivations that I couldn't possibly learn in the next 45 seconds. But, um, you know, mm. if you're asking me, will you get, the best degree possible out of a liberal arts school if your objective is to come out of it as a computer science computer engineering some kind of engineer probably not right <laughs> so yeah is it going to be the challenge that you require and deserve you know might i just i the whole thing i was like she's gonna be bored you know well yeah but or maybe she's like i busted my hump in in high school and now i want to coast a little bit right like is that a um, thing? I'm not. I'm what was comical was definitely that not she, saying this about her. I'd have never met her, so I don't. Claims that she didn't. You know, she claims that it's second nature and it's easy. Like, yeah, she claims that it was just. You know, I always just do the work because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I do the work and it's and it's easy because I, I always do the work. This. this is just like not my <laughs> my experience right now. What was most interesting about the interviews was, of course, comparing to my own children. Yeah. Right? Like, how, how do I do this with my kids? And I asked all of them for selfish reasons, that kind of thing. Like, what, you know, what motivates, what motivated you through high school yeah. to maintain that GPA? There was one kid who had almost nothing on his resume. Okay. And it was interesting. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> tell me about you know, yourself. I got in, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me about yourself. And I got a little bit into this kind of like, what's your five year plan nonsense? You know, I mostly wanted to kind of describe what they think their future looks like just and not i'm going to be president but in detail around like how do they envision their life going in, in during the year and in the summers and and where do they live and what are they going to be doing and what kind of stuff are they going to cook you know whatever just all that stuff and he says <laughs> he says oh i'm not going to college oh and i was like okay well you going to elaborate on that or do you want me to just keep asking you questions? Because some of them were kind of bad at like continuing, right? Yeah. And the gist of it was he he basically said, oh, last term I took a Java class and I liked it. So I'm just going to learn a little more programming and get a certificate and start working. Okay. And, you know, on the one hand, I was like, great. Good ambition. And on the other hand, I'm like, no one's going to hire you. Yeah, that's I didn't a, say that part. That's a true. Well, I mean, okay. I don't know. You're, you're, we're literally in the midst of hiring like tons of people right now. Yeah. And I just today had a talk about that. And some, you know, people involved in the hiring were like, we have to set minimums. <laughs> um, we're just throwing away every resume that isn't a bachelor's, right? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even, I like legitimately don't want to talk about this on the, uh, cause I will get, I, I'm kind what? of miffed about the whole hiring process right now. Oh, sure. Because it's, like you said, we're trying to hire like crazy, but yeah, I, I, I referred somebody and then they just never got back uh, to them. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean they never, like, never got back to me, never got back. Oh, we filled that position. I'm like, what? We're trying to hire a, a person, like, a hundred positions we have open. You call that yeah. person and you'd be like, we filled this position. We have these other similar positions. Would you be interested in any of them? 
Yeah, I, sadly, so. that happens. Uh, I'm not making excuses for no, it, our yeah. common company here, but it. The reality is right that when you're in the middle of hiring all, the, when you got all these open positions, people are working to like find the candidates. They're spending all their time doing that. Yeah, yeah. I know. We have this ridiculous system, which I think a lot of people use, yeah. and. Um, I mean, I'm personally sifting through like hundreds and hundreds yep. and hundreds of resumes. Yeah. And as awful as this sounds, I found the most joy in it when I figured out how to very quickly reject large groups of them. And it, you get to, you basically get to go click a button. Maybe yeah. you're doing this too. You get to click a button and it shows you the email, the, the rejection letter that it's about to send. And you just, boom, hit oh. the send button. You're talking about like green hopper? Is it green hopper? Greenhouse. Greenhouse. Yeah. Green. I thought it was Green Hopper. It's this. <laughs> no, it's this form letter that just goes out, and then the candidate disappears. And part of it is we have we have batches and batches of people that are applying that are just oh, spamming their resume is. everywhere. Yeah, there there's there's a ton of resumes that are garbage. That I, and I they're get coming it. in. Yeah, they're coming in from places that are that we can't hire in. Um, yes, um, for various legal reasons and stuff. And so we just kind of have to reject them. And I wish the recruiters would do it earlier, but whatever. Yeah, right. Um, uh, when I when I went through this a few years ago, yeah, we were getting resumes from like, and this is before pandemic, before we had you know work from Bajan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we know we got some from like Singapore. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, like I, I don't even, I can't even no reject Bef- I, before remote work was even a thing. Yeah, it's like. You're going to relocate? What are you doing? Uh, We got a ton of them from like California. And I was like, we're not anywhere. Like, how do you? I I just didn't. Yeah. And at first, I was like, I want to talk to every single resume. Like, I'm like, I want to make them talk to this person. And then the volume was just, we were getting like like a hundred a day. Over the weekend, it would be like a hundred resumes come in. We're like, what? How can we even? I'm not going to give any more information about how we chose to follow up. But let me tell you, it wasn't like. It wasn't like yeah, we might get in trouble. This person's credentials were the best. It was like, well, this is sort of interesting. This is a weird yes, thing. Yes, it was. This of course, just it was. stands out. Yeah. The thing, the thing that we've been using, and I, I think this is totally fair. There's nothing you know nefarious about this. Um, to save time, we we made up uh, like take home questions, and they're they're mostly the same for the various positions that are open. Uh, depends on which team, but whatever. And they're, 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 they should take maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes to answer most, uh, depending on how much detail you want to get into. Wait, this is, we thought this is for work or for the the high school kids again. This is for work. Okay. So we thought that we would get tons and tons of responses and we'd have to carefully kind of grade their responses, you know? So we made like a rubric for grading. We started working on rubrics. Well, the reality is, that what actually happens is no one responds. So you get you filter through all these resumes and you find maybe out of a hundred, you find ten that you like. And they're like, they're okay, they're not good enough where you want to call them right away. You want to get more information. So we send them these take home things, and one of them sends it back. And this this, <laughs> this is quite literally the way it just went with the candidate that we're hiring. So the rule has become essentially, if they send it back at all, then we call them like oh, really, okay, yeah, because the, they just they don't send it back because they really never cared. They just spammed their resume everywhere. Yeah, they weren't really interested in the job. They just who knows? Oh, sure, right. I don't know. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, 
So we had an instance where we, we filtered some resumes. We sent out a ton of tests. One person replied. We interviewed them like for real. And they were great. And we hired them. Uh, so it's, it's fascinating stuff. Are they still great? They haven't started yet. Oh, okay. Oh, really? You got somebody new coming in. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play foosball? Um, well, they'll be remote. So this, <laughs> the, <laughs> this is the great thing. I mean, I'm all for this. The great thing that the pandemic it. brought us is more remote work. Ugh, We're actually, yeah. I know How are you going to onboard them and all that everything? It's just, this, this whole thing is. What do you mean? What does that even mean? That means you know what it means. <laughs> If you don't know how to, if you don't know what onboarding means, then I'm worrying about that you should be hiring at all. <laughs> I mean, is it some kind of hazing thing you're talking about? You, you judge them based on their ability to play foosball. And oh, I, oh okay, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah, nice. I'm gonna tell one story, and hopefully this guy's listening, but I doubt it. It'd be a million to one, and if you are, write in. This guy put on his resume. Uh, uh, two, two stories I'm going to tell. He, he put on his resume. So if you ever watch the show called Silicon Valley, one of the guys on the show, he had made an app, right? And the app was not, hot dog, not hot dog, right? And you would no. take a picture of something on your phone and it would tell you if there was a hot dog in the picture, right? Well, they, yeah. they, they kind of spoofed that into be, they, they made it a phallic thing with, you know, pornography not penis, too, penis, not penis, yeah. right? Anyways, <laughs> but the guy made, had on his resume that he created an app called not Tom Brady, right? And it, it, you could some, and you go to the website, which of course we did, and you would submit any picture to the, to the, to the, <laughs> any picture to the website. You take an image and you dump it in the website, right? And it would tell you if Tom Brady was in the picture or not. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? It, it worked for everything we tested. Yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, the guy's resume <laughs> was not really that like thick. Like it wasn't very well round, like right. very deep. But we were like, "This is amazing." So we had to. We followed <laughs> up with him. Right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't think he used to. I don't think he got back to us or something. One of the other guys that we did hire, he uh, we like because we we send out a code sample. Okay, we got your resume. We like what we see. We send out a code sample. Return the codes. And right. we did this at like, it was like 1150. We send the code sample out. We go get lunch. We come back and the code, he already had submitted the code back to us. And we're like, mm-hmm. what the heck? How did he do the code like within an hour and then submit it? Right. Like, is this, is it, is it real? Is it like honest? And it, we plugged it in and it, and it worked and it did everything, you know, robot on Mars or whatever. And it worked. I'm like, how? and afterwards, like, what the heck? He's like, I don't know. I just saw it and I just was like, I wasn't doing anything right then. So I just banged it out real quick. And we're like, Right, dude. That's or you know, or he crazy. googled it and copied it. But no, it wasn't like we 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 have it's you yeah you could have done that and but it wasn't didn't look like it so we didn't think it was and he's like no nah, I just banged right. it out real quick I'm just I'm like all right usually like, usually I'd be like I'll get back to you in 24 hours I want to like right, right, go right. over this with a fine tooth comb and <laughs> test the robot the on Mars one I like yeah but yeah but I mean that's that's unfortunate or fortunate I don't know if you. You know, well, this guy's name's interesting. Let's hire, let's reach out to him. Oh, wow. A not Tom Brady thing. This guy works in a mm-hmm. deli. Let's see what he's about, right? What's, <laughs> um, I mean, you're working from you, a deli. You like want to talk to them. You're like, why are you working? Why do you want to work at a software company? You work in a deli. Like, how are you going to make that leap? I just, I don't know. How are you going to make that? It convinced me. Yeah. yeah. You got, you got, you got three and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Okay, I got one. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've made decisions based on anything that's illegal, but when you're looking at like 
team fit. Oh yeah. Some of those things factor in. Oh, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that, that's what, not to get into a too heavy of a conversation, but that's what makes some of this equity stuff like equitable and trying to get the right person into the team. And you're like, Oh, the right. diversity. And if you get too far down the road, it gets hard. It's like when you have five white guys, you're like, ah, this Japanese woman's great, but will she be a good fit? Like, would she want to work? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh boy. Well, I mean, we, that, that, that was what happened. We, our primary candidate was like a Japanese let's, woman. And let's take away the specifics and say, will the, the person that stands uh, out. Whatever. Yeah. As a new hire. I mean, th- this was like a real world scenario. It was a Japanese, yeah, yeah. young Japanese woman and she was great. And we we're like, absolutely. But, we should hire her. And she, right. But how will they be? It's like, how will they handle the, uh, the, the differences in the beginning? Cause then that may open the door for future changes, right? Yeah. So will they be okay being the only, uh, different person, uh, in whatever way? Yeah. I'm not saying the way you mentioned. And. <laughs> I'm just and, giving and, you my real and <laughs> endure that long enough to yeah. uh wait for more change to happen. Right. Yeah. More more diversity to uh and actually I think I mean the this the the remote work stuff is really gonna help that a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know you think that, but oh, I, I do. It's so great. That's great. We're gonna it's have so a bunch great. of like anonymous people. You're not gonna have, you're gonna lose I think you, you think it's gonna be better cohesion. I think it's gonna be less a lot less. Well, but it depends on what you think is so important like is it important that we all get in the same room and spill beer on each other or no <laughs> what which who do they need relationships with like they're they're how often do they need to be face to face there's a lot of people that are in the office that i never speak to of course right? yeah but they're not my team and even the people on my team i don't talk. i i know yeah. <laughs> and, and just just to be clear, I use the Japanese woman thing because this was my real life experience. Like my team is many white people, many white middle aged men yeah. hiring a younger Japanese woman. T- to follow up, we did. We said it's not up to us; it's up to her. And so we followed up, and we continued the. And then she took another job somewhere else. So it was like we, you know, we weren't. We were. I was just like, I don't know. I, I would love love to have her on the team, but I don't know if she will take it. And sure enough, she jumped somewhere else. So, but. It does make the hiring stuff tricky sometimes, but it's important to try and do diversity. But I have another question about your high school kid. Yeah. Is there a boy involved or a, a romantic interest involved? You know, I didn't think that'd be appropriate. No, of course not. Question to ask. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I, 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 like all these questions really are sort of rhetorical. So. I really don't yeah. think so. I don't know them that well. It's interesting though. Uh, Why would I, y- y- it, it's, I'm so curious now. Like that is a primary concern of some friends of ours, which I think I mentioned even maybe not on the show. Yeah. Um, so we've been discussing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get into too much detail because it's uh, <clears throat> personal for the teenagers sure. at this point. But the the teenagers have been exploring, let's say, uh, and some other parents that we're friend with friends with basically said they're against they're against dating at all. What do you mean? And like, are they? They don't want the kids dating. Why? And I, well, do that's they... the thing. So I'm like, well, why? What do you mean? What do you? What do you? What are you against? And the reason is hilarious. Oh. The reason is very hilarious because I had to pry it out of them. All right. And lay it out. Like, the reasoning is essentially because there are potentially a lot of good people in the world. Like, in terms of, it's not. They don't think like you have one soulmate. They think like. There's tons of good candidates. Okay, sure. And there's there's a good chance that if they started dating now, they might meet someone they really like 
and like yeah. oh yeah we, this we did have this conversation yeah. you and i talked yeah. about this. okay so like well if they meet someone they really like now then they might make different decisions about their future because they have another person involved like and this is where the the this is where it sort of diverges in a really funny way yeah. it's like well, what do you mean like they might choose to not go to harvard or something because their their girlfriend is going somewhere else and yeah. they want to follow them to college like that's the big one yeah, you know, they yeah. want to go to the same school and they want to follow them and then they won't they won't take new opportunities and that's basically it they're worried that they would make yeah. joint decisions instead of individual it yeah it's and what's true. funny to me about that is like okay so maybe that's true uh but why would it be bad unless it is bad in, in the case that like what i mean is you can judge those things on their face. Like you can judge them yeah. when they happen. You can say you're clearly making this decision without, you know, like without factoring in all the, the important details. Like you're only deciding this so that you can try <laughs> right. to stay together. And I don't think that relationship is stable enough to last. Right. But on the other hand, it might be like, okay, you're making a decision to go to a school that is appropriate. Right. right. It's right, right. it's one of six that would have worked. Yeah. And it just so happens that your your significant other is also going there. You know, if their relationship is strong by that point, it's kind of like, well, what should what do we want to do? Force them to go somewhere else because Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we want them yeah. to have more partners? Like it just seems like a weird demand to make. I think, I think, I think it's, I'm not there yet, but I think it is a kind of a curious thing. Like I'm sort of in yeah. the, like, I wouldn't want my s child to be like, you know, I got a three nine, but I'm going to put off college so I can be close to right. Jimmy, my, my who's working at, you know, the, who's working at the landscaping company, right? Right, right. That's the sort right. of thing, like, I don't want to leave Jimmy, you know, or whatever, Susie or whatever, you know, I, I don't want to go to college or I'm going to just go to the community college here so I can stay home and be with so and so who, even though I just worked really hard, you know, I could have gotten into WP, WPI or I could have gotten into whatever, but I, I just decided not, not to. I worked so hard, but I don't really care. I don't know. That, that part makes me nervous, you know. It certainly could happen. Yeah. I mean, I can see the, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, but I, but I guess my point is you can't, you can't ban them from dating now because that might happen in the future. Like you deal with it in the future. Yeah. I think it's all part of navigating all of this. It's, it's a, it's right. It's a major life decision. I don't know. And that's why I think, but I also think. The, the part where we have to get involved in is we can look back and see the impact that we had and the impact that it had on us and our, our life trajectory. And also like we spent X amount of dollars to go to college. College is fact, you know, not on orders of magnitude, but it's multipliers more expensive yeah. now. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe in order of magnitude more. I, I don't know. I hope we're not there yet, but, um, you know, it's not 10 X. No, no, it's not 10 X, I guess, but it could be 10 X by the time my eight year old's going. Is it, it's outpacing inflation. Yeah. That's the important. And, uh, so it can be, 
you know, the trade school also. And, you know, not to make it gendery, but there's a lot of women out of the workforce right now, you know. And mm-hmm. it's like they have – if my son goes to college and spends X amount of dollars, my daughter goes to college and spends X amount of dollars, the earning power of my son, for better or worse, is higher, right? Uh, well, that's changing. Yeah. I mean, it's equalizing a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to our company, it's flipped the other direction, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's, again, I'm, I'm not going to refrain from some commentary about our company. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> did you get this? Did you look at the survey today? <laughs> we, we got a survey today. Please tell us why our company is so awesome. And it's like, oh my gosh. It's so, so gas lady, just like real baseline, like, uh, we're great. And you tell us why you think we're great. I, don't know. I, I kind of flipped through the survey just to see like what it was about before I answer it. If I really do want to answer it. And it's like, if you yeah. answer it, you know, tell us why we're so great and we'll give you a chance to win iPods or a three day vacation in Cozumel, Mexico at our new resort. And you're like, what the heck? This is so oh, yeah. biased. Resort, yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's not and then the questions were like put your three favorite things about our company it's not it's not like we will give you a chance to win a three-day vacation to mexico the beach in mexico if you tell us why the company is so <laughs> great tell us and look why our company is so great our employees think it's awesome <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh no oh <laughs> uh, anyways classic. Uh, yeah it's classic <laughs> anyways cue the music Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.